Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast, She Talks. So on today's episode, we'll be talking on addiction. I kind of like this topic because I have actually suffered from addiction before and I really know what it feels like. I understand and I can totally relate to this topic. So today I'll be enlightening those of you that don't know what addictions are and to those of you that know or know one or two persons going through any addiction, please and please do not force them to stop. All you need to do is to show them an extra kind of love because they have reasons to why they are going into this addiction. All you need to do, like I said, is to show love and to pray for them. Don't forget, it is still your favorite girl, Cheddar Chris. So what is addiction? Addiction is an inability to stop using drugs or alcohol even though it is causing problems in your life. And there are different types of addictions. We have chemical addictions and this includes alcohol, cannabis, cocaine, nicotine and the rest of it. And we also have behavioral addiction and this includes gambling addiction, so social media addiction, sex addiction and TV addiction. Actually, we have so many, but today we'll be focusing on drugs and alcohol. People abuse drugs and alcohol for varieties of reasons, but I'll mention only few. To some, it is to ease anxiety or depression. To others, it is to reduce feelings of isolation or loneliness. To few, it is to relieve stress and to majority, it is to cope with illness, loss, and other negative life events. So listen guys, addictions almost always involves one or more underlying issues that lead to the substance abuse in the first place. So how do you know when someone is taking this, uh, when someone is actually addicted to something, when they can't even talk to you about it? So I'll be sharing symptoms of addictions. We have the psychological symptoms and these are inability to stop. So you just notice that these people cannot stop and while they cannot stop, it leads them to obsession, it leads them to dealing with problems, taking risks. That's why you see these guys that take Colorado. It makes you just want to do anything that on a normal, like in your normal state you cannot do and that is why you see them jump from story buildings just to prove a point. I don't really know what what enters your head and I really feel sorry for them. But that is what addiction can cause. Why to some they are just trying it for the very first time. But all these things can relate to taking excessive um, intake of drugs or alcohol in your system. Then we also have social symptoms and this includes sacrifices. You notice that you no longer want to do things that you always used to love doing. You no longer find joy in doing those stuff that you always stuff that you always you know enjoy doing like hanging out with friends like you know being around friends you just want to be on your own when you start taking these things you also be, uh, you begin to become so secretive and solitude you no longer want to share things with people you're just you know you're just always on your own to those of you that smoke you just realize that even when you're with people you're just on a very low level like in your own space and anybody invading that uh, space for you seem like a problem to you. You just want to be alone, even when you are amongst your friends. And you see, 
uh, you begin to drop your hobbies things that like I said you enjoy doing you no longer find interest in doing them and you begin to deny like when people tell you ah you cannot stop this thing you're like uh -uh, I know when to stop now meanwhile you're going deeper and deeper into these things well we also have physical symptoms and this includes withdrawal symptoms and appetite changes well research shows that people that take cocaine um, tend to have low appetites why people that take um, cannabis and the rest of it actually have this high you know this urge this um, craving to eat anything edible you want to just go and eat and it is totally relatable there are different causes of addictions to some of us it was heartbreak me it was totally heartbreak that moved me into my depression while to, to others it might be trauma stress whatever the reason might be guys it is totally understandable I mean because a actually handled a heartbreak pretty well does not mean B can handle it pretty well because everybody is different so it is totally understandable so there are stages to this addiction there are stages to these things and I'll be telling you guys how the stages um, how you move from one stage to the other and you actually have seven stages stage one which is the initiation stage this is the stage when the individual tries a substance for the very first time I remember the first time I, I took um, I think it was weed yes I thought I was going to cough out my intestine <laughs> like I was expecting <coughs> and the rest of it but I took it in you know immediately it did not knock me nothing happened but as time goes on I started enjoying the feeling and that was the initiation stage <laughs> then we moved to stage 2 sorry it is not funny but thinking about it actually makes me laugh <laughs> we moved to stage 2 which is the experimentation stage at this stage the individual has moved past simply trying out the substance on its own and is now taking the substance in different contexts to see how it impacts their lives yes at this point that is where you hear that taking weed sk az and the rest loud gives you inspiration sometimes i try to look for that inspiration whenever i take these things and it never comes but that is just what is in your head and if you're not careful you find yourself moving to stage three which is the regular use stage as the individual continues to experiment with the substance its use becomes normalized and grows from periodic to regular use this does not mean that they use it every day rather they already like there's already a pattern to um, the intake of whatever they're taking so you realize that from you know normal let me just try it you just want maybe when you go to parties you try that's your experimentation stage then you move to the regular use where instead of taking it once a week now you move to maybe twice or three times a week and gradually you're actually falling deeper and deeper into these stages for me after i took it the first time you know i was dating somebody and from time to time we started taking it and gradually from you know the initiation stage to the experimentation stage down to the regular use i found myself going deeper and deeper into it and it moved me to stage four which is the risky use stage the, the 
individual regular use has continued to grow and is now frequently having a negative impact in their lives. At this stage, it has become a regular occurrence and its effect becomes noticeable. Yes, for someone like me, when I smoke back then, you would always see it in my eye bags. Well, I know people that even when they smoke more, you see that they're losing weight, they don't look um, good anymore. You see, why alcohol as well? You see that these people are just looking so tattered and the rest of it. It becomes noticeable. That's when someone can say, ah, this person is actually taking something because with time, when you get to this risky use, it becomes so obvious. People would start noticing, except you're so good at hiding it. Then if you're also not careful, it moves you to stage five, which is the dependency stage. At this stage, the individual substance use is no longer recreational, but rather it is due to, like you started taking it regularly, due to the fact that you're taking, you're relying so much on it, and you find yourself moving gradually to stage six, which is the addiction stage. At this stage, the individual feels as though they can no longer deal with life without access to that particular substance, and as a result, they begin to lose complete control of their choices and actions. This is so relatable. Oh, okay, so this is the part where I got to. I knew that I was addicted to smoking. And the thing is, it initially started with, you know, like I said, I was going to share my experience. But initially started with taking it small, small till uh, after the breakup, it moved to me taking it repeatedly. And I started depending so much on that that in fact, at some point, I no longer had any reason to why I was smoking. I can, if I want to bait, I would want to smoke. If I want to do anything, I would want to smoke. If there is nobody in the house, I look for somewhere to go and smoke. So it became a part of final stage which is always the scary stage is the crisis slash the treatment stage this final stage is the breaking point of the individual's life once that individual is here addiction has grown far out of the control and now presents serious danger to their well-being so here's my experience you all know that i think i've said this in my episode on how to move on from a breakup had a relationship I was you know I was building until someone moved the relationship so we started in 2019 slash 2020 and I got introduced to smoking and it became a regular thing for me and this guy I mean though we're taking it like I told you at irregular um, stages when you're taking it maybe twice a week but that was what we're doing because we're both going to work and the rest of it so we're taking this thing so when we got to the breakup stage for me, we broke up and the breakup really affected me so much that I started depending so much on this thing. And I moved from the regular use to the risky use down to the addiction. And I'm so happy that I never got to the crisis, but I got to the treatment stage where I had to decide what I wanted to do. But the thing is, at first, people will tell you, Oh, Dara, it's just a relationship. Let this guy go. There's nothing about this relationship. He's not a serious person. Let him go. It was so easy for people to say. But I was the one going through um, the heartbreak, right? So I started smoking so much that I would no longer think of any other solution. I would not even want to talk to anybody about it. Rather than just go look for a space, go to that space and smoke. 
and when I'm done, I'm out. Like I mean, to me, I'm in a different level. This is me trying to make make those of you that have not tried this thing understand um, the intake of this thing. You begin, you you see yourself in a different level. You just feel that you're no longer in this part of the world, and you feel you can control um, that problem, not knowing that you're just suppressing those pains, the problem, and all. You're just suppressing it. And the thing is, you're actually causing problems to your future. And I totally say this, and I say it with my full chest, that this is the devil's work. Addiction is just the devil. He doesn't want to let you know that the future, you have so much to lose. He will just want you to live in the present. And the present is when you have that problem, just go and take, just go and take one time. Go and take one blunt and you'll be good. And you find yourself moving from one blunt to two blunts a day to three blunts a day and you find yourself not even doing without it at some point problems became a normal thing for me so whenever i had any problem i just smoke it out and i feel better doesn't mean that the problem ever leaves it just feels like oh the problem will not go it is here so why just disturb yourself so for me i was always taking it not to bother myself so that i would always be happy but i was never really happy I was falling deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into this thing that it took the grace of God to bring me out. And that will be me moving to how do you get over an addiction. And I'll be relating it to my experience. First and foremost, you need to address the cause or the causes of your addiction. For me, it started with just the heartbreak. Oh, this person broke your heart was the next thing. When we had break, it moved to other problems. More problems will come because problems are inevitable in this life. I think that is what makes this life balance. There will always be problems. But if you try to depend so much on taking alcohol or drugs just to move out from that problem, you find yourself still going back to that problem. You will still have to solve that problem. Nevertheless, you still need to solve it. So try and address what is causing that Thing, that thing that is always taking you back to taking um, SK, Arizona or alcohol and once you've done that identify harmful thoughts and behavioral patterns and learn to think and behave in healthier ways so yes my harmful thoughts were there are this problem even at some point I thought um, taking this thing was helping me with my menstrual cramps and that you have to just understand that this problem cannot go. But the devil, the devil is a very smart guy. That's why they will tell you that you, do, you, you can't see the devil with horn, with fork in his hand, trying to prove a point. No, that guy can come in like a fresh guy. That guy can come in in different ways just to com- confuse you, not even convince you, confuse you. And you'll feel that, yes, he will come with, ah, this is your problem, need a finish you. Why not go and take it now? You will feel better. <laughs> Well, I kept on believing his lies. I kept on believing his words. Even at some point, I had to give myself a break from, you know, God. I always say this. I had to just tell God, just day or day. Because I felt the problem was too much. Then the third point, develop coping skills and strategies for dealing with cravings, stress, and other triggers. Look for something that works for you. For me, what I did mostly was, yeah, I, let me say how I got over this. So one time, I went to church. I usually go to church, yes, but I had this program, Ignite Fellowship. We always have it every first Saturdays of every month. 
so usually I always attend it but I don't know what was different about that particular day but I know that I was with my you know my weed I mean my SK in my pocket and I plan after service after church when I get home I'll take it as usual because it became a pattern I would always want to take it whenever I'm taking my bath so gradually uh, when I went to church the pastor was preaching but I just know that it was just few words that was dropping in my head because I'm in the media department so you won't really concentrate in what the pastor is saying because you're trying to make sure the mics are working and the rest of it so I just found myself any word I, I, I would get at that time I would start crying so from the crying after the service I just went to the altar this is legend story guys I went to the altar and I sat down there and I really cried I've never I, okay I, I probably have cried that way but I found myself really crying and I was, I was not crying because maybe I had a problem maybe you know money or the usual problem it was the addiction it was you really telling on me and I felt that I'm actually trying to live a life that not trying I'm supposed to live a life that people would want to you know see and want to you know you, know, you guys understand but I wasn't living that life I was preaching and I was doing something different at the end of the day so it was a huge fight for me that doesn't mean I did not I was not I was always praying to stop smoking but it never happened but that day it was different for me but I noticed that the difference was the fact that I was ready I was really ready to stop I told myself I needed to stop and that is where your first your first treatment starts from when you are ready when you decide that you want to stop on your own that is where it begins so after that, I cried, I dropped the smoke on the altar, I finished praying and I trashed it. But it didn't end there. The devil still tried. I know I, I came back, I think two days I didn't take anything. But later I went to, you know, I looked for my plug, got another one. And my usual routine wanted to start again. I was like, ah, I thought I was over this um, addiction. Then, But this time around, it was different, like I would say. I went to the bedroom to smoke. I couldn't even roll. I'm like, okay, know what? Let me try it later when I get back from where I was going to. I came back, I could not roll. The next day, that is how it has been, and I've been clean ever since then. It is a huge step for me, and that's why this topic really means a lot to me because I really understand what it feels like to be addicted to something. And mine took a year. It took a year to understand that I was really doing something that was affecting my future, not just my present. And that's just, I just know that it is the devil. So for me, the first step is just to acknowledge that yes, you want to stop. And after that, you can get help. That is therapy. But I always feel therapy will just help you for a particular period of time until you as a person decides that yes, I need to stop this thing. That is where you start from. And don't forget, you have to involve God as well. <sighs> to those of you still struggling with addiction, my DM is always open. You can follow me up on every of my social media platforms. Let me hear your story and let me see if I can actually help you overcome this addiction. And I can totally understand. Um, for me, sometimes friends will want to stop, force me to stop. You hear friends say, ah, Dara, stop smoking, and they thought it was easy, but it isn't. They say it is easier said than done. It was not easy for me, and I, I understand the struggle. So I totally understand what you're going through. I don't know what might have triggered you to, you know, 
um, go into this addiction but it's never too late to you know retrace your steps and understand that your future is what you're actually um, putting problems into not your present and you see those problems will always go but you have other problems you might be piling up for yourself in the future like I said, you can follow me up on my social media platforms. On Instagram, it is Cheddar underscore Chris with the double S. On, on Facebook, it is Chidara A. Ngu. Have a fantastic week, guys. And I hope this really reached out to somebody that really needs to hear this. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic week. Namaste.